paint your hell. A custom designed hell for you. This can this can maybe be collaborative. Like, what is uh-huh. the hell designed uh-huh. to torture glitter money? Let's see. It's cold. Very, very cold. Like, very, very cold. Like, polar vortex. Cold. <laughs> Tired, but we can't sleep. <laughs> uh-huh. Just turfy-ass white women everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Just, they're all blonde. And their, their voices are very screechy. And they're very passionate about their turfdom. <laughs> okay. Like there's no furniture. Like there's yeah. just white women. <laughs> turfy white women. Everywhere. Just a void? A void of turfy white women. Yeah. Yep. Do you have elements to add, Tay? I don't know. I can't really think of anything worse. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so bad. It's already I know. Cold. It's cold in these women. I'm picturing them everywhere. Just fucking everywhere, dude. Yeah. Like, maybe just like a ton of cis dudes just like, let me tell you about my car. (laughs) (laughs) These tools are for you to use. These tools are for you to use. Welcome to This Is Your Afterlife, conversations with artists and activists about death and life. I am Dave Marr, a Chicago comedian who survived a coma, won't shut up about it, and now is demanding definite answers to unanswerable questions from my guests. My guests this week are Glitter Money. Glitter Money is the over-the-top filthy political party rap duo of Tay Slay and Queen Trashley. And we had a great talk and I'm excited for you to hear it. If you want to support the show, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Dave Marr. Among the many things you can get is the new after show I just launched with Megan Strickland and Claire Favret, who interviewed me for the Reverse Aru a couple episodes ago. We're doing This Is Your After Show, where we talk and debrief about the episodes. Occasionally, you'll get that in the main feed. Sometimes you'll get teasers, but those full episodes, including the one with Lowe, which is up now, are all at patreon.com slash Dave Marr. I also want to give a shout out to my pigeon-level patrons there, Fred Fidawa, Susie Carroll, Kurt Chang, and Katie Llewellyn. Thank you so much. If you're listening to this on an app where you can review the show, please do that. If you have a friend who is equally morbid or emotional or overthinky or is going to die at some point, then share the show with them. And now... Enjoy my conversation with Glitter Money. I grab your whip and take it back to Shotown. When I'm in Shotown, I treat it like it's Well, this is good because we I usually there's there tends to be like an order to this kind of set grip of questions that I ask, but I'm gonna I'm gonna change up the order a little bit because we're already going towards talking about funeral planning. So it sounds like uh, <laughs> It sounds like Tay, you and tell me how you want, you know, do you want to be Tay Slay? Do you or is it is it like Taylor Tay, here? Tay okay. Slay. Okay, Tay and and is it Ashley? Is it Trashley? Is it uh Trashley or Queen or Queen Trashley? Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> so we'll go Tay and Queen Trashley. Um, no, but so Tay, is it, what are you, what uh, having your parents tell you this constantly must have given you funeral plan thoughts, right? Well, my personal funeral plan. Yeah, thoughts? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are they? I think I want to party too. Um, lots of drugs. Yeah, big into drugs, and probably like. <laughs> well, which drugs? Show. Which drugs for the funeral? I think Molly. So people can like, they'll be so happy. They'll be like, she's still alive. Like if you were a Molly at your funeral, this bitch is alive still. I want to be felt. Yes. <laughs> Open like literally casket. in your casket, people going up and like feeling no, a no. connection. <laughs> Just felt in the room and the spirit. Yeah, your heart. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm so sad I won't be there. That- I will also be dead. <laughs> I did make Ash my beneficiary for my life insurance. Which is hilarious because I will, again, also be dead. (laughs) What makes you so you're you just feel as it like, is this a planned situation or (laughs) one of us goes the other or or you just feel as if like you are living a harder life than Tay is? No, I just (laughs) I'm maybe living a harder life than Tay, maybe. But uh, no, what I mean is uh, if Tay's dead, surely I am also dead because whatever killed her also killed me because we died together. Yeah, we'll probably die together. Like we've already seen so many near-death experiences together while on tour and shit. So like pretty sure the ship's sinking with both of us on it. But you feel like it's going to be an external thing then because heart disease in one person doesn't tend to be able to kill the other mm-hmm. person at the exact same time. Nah, I don't think we're going out by any any like normal causes. <laughs> we're, we're like a really very much a force to be reckoned with. Whatever's taking us down is going to be on some Final Destination two kind of shit. Uh, not three, not four, but motherfucking two. Why? What's two? Two's like when the glass smashes that kid's body, like from uh, above, like smushes it down. Two is the car accident on the interstate when the log goes through that dude's head and it takes his head out the back oh, of the car. It's horrible. Yeah, two is the best one. Okay, so wait, Tay, you said a you said a slideshow. Yeah, I think slideshow. Be what cute. do you want? The, what but do you I want keep picturing my funeral, and I'm like, I don't know what. There's gonna be a few people there. I feel like. Like We're gonna be old, <laughs> probably. Hopefully. Hopefully. So wait, you don't think there's gonna be many people there? Yeah, but not in like a sad way. Okay. I think, I think just like it will be so old. Like, who's gonna be there? Well, our friends will get passes from the nursing home <laughs> to come out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's who will be there. What do you want on the slideshow? <laughs> Sex tape. <laughs> Elderly sex tape. Elderly sex tape. (laughs) Nursing home sex tape. We should record messages for our future. Guess we're fucking dead now. (laughs) Thanks for coming to our funeral. Gift bags are in the back. Every year we should do another message. We should. And then we'll combine them all for the (laughs) So there's like two hours of messages. Yeah, everyone has to sit through that shit. Hey guys, it's 2025. That's a great idea. Ash, what about you? What do you want on your uh, at your funeral? 
drugs. <laughs> I think shrooms. I want people to feel feel my experience, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you're a shrooms girl. Yeah, like my experience of death. Like I want everyone to be like, I can imagine being in the ground in the <laughs> with worms covering my body. Like, Great. if you're not feeling that at my funeral, are you really at Queen Chashley's funeral? No. Damn. I mean... I'll, I'll be feeling like it because I'll be dead. I'll be dead <laughs> and you will also be in the ground and there will also be worms around your body. I think I'm going to get cremated. See, I wanted to get cremated, but now I think I want to be buried raw. No Ooh, casket. Oh, yeah. No casket. Raw Go buried back in the earth. earth. Right? Raw That's buried her. Yes. Wait, so... Did she convince you, Tay? Is it, are you now anti-cremation or? I'm not anti, but it does sound nice to go back into the earth and be Rawberry. Yeah, Rawberry. <laughs> raw dog death. Raw dog in death, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, here. So here's my question about the party thing, because, like, I would say 80 percent of people say they want it to be happy, even if they don't want it to be a party. They want people not to be just sad, but I think that's really hard to do unless you make really specific plans because the shit reverts back to normal, sad American Western civilization style funeral, right? But we will have drugs. But, but so that's what I'm saying. So you have (laughs) the drugs, like, how does this happen? Are people getting invites and everyone just knows like, we would love, you know, over the years, it becomes clear that people know, like, okay, when Trashly dies, make sure to find shrooms somewhere and we'll, <laughs> and we'll show I up. think that, like, however my funeral goes down, like, whoever's in charge of planning it, they'll, they'll just provide it at the door. It's like, here's a program. Here's a stem. It'll be, oh. like, one of our friend's kids. Yeah, probably, like, Frankie's kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the funeral. Here's a cup of shroom tea. Uh, so, like, you can't come in if you're not going to do drugs. Okay, no sober people. No sober people at our funerals. Sober live. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, but so here's the other thing, in terms of entertainment, in terms of like having people there, in terms of venue. I feel like those things are also genuinely important to plan if you're expecting people to actually enjoy themselves and not treat it traditionally funereal. So how do you, how else do you set that up? Do you do some, do some event planning? How do you, how do you set up that event to make it actually fun? I mean, I could see mine happening in the middle of nowhere, like off the side of a dirt road by a ditch. So I guess it's just, all about finding the coordinates that I want it to be at and making sure I leave that. And like, we don't, we don't need like an, any indoor space. There's not going to be a buffet. Like it's just going to be side of the road, like some hostile looking shit and someone's going to dig a hole and then they're going <laughs> to dump my dead body in that hole and then cover me with worms. But how do you make sure people party? Well, they're going to be on shrooms. I feel like our friends are going to party. I mean, of course you get sad too. Right, right. But you have the whole pre-funeral to be sad. Don't t- don't show up to the funeral if you're not going to party. <laughs>
So let's go to my usual, like first off the bat question. What do you hope happens when you die? Like where we go next, like on some biblical shit up to you. However, you, however you take that people interpret it different ways. Mm. Uh, well, uh, this is so hard for me because what I hope happens is everything I've ever wanted to know, like every question, like, Oh, what? I don't know. Random. Like who built the pyramids, you know, like that kind of stuff. It just is flushed upon me. And wow. I know everything. You want to become all knowing. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> that's pretty biblical. But then I'm like, I'll be dead. So what does it matter? None of this information means anything to me. So then I'm like, I guess it doesn't even matter if that happens. And then I'm, I picture complete darkness and peace and just like Aww. being a speck of dust. And then I hope that there's other universes that you just get to go be something else in. That's dope. So it's not like a cohesive, like single vision of everything. It's just like, here are some options that I would like. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. What are the things that you want to know? What? What are the things that you want to know? Want to know? What I want to know? Yeah, you're talking about all the, you know, who built the pyramids. But is it all like stoner shit like that? Jay-Z in that elevator. Okay. Okay. So it's like well, I know who was Jay Z's mistress. True. These are important things. True. Who built the pyramids? That's mm-hmm. a big one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, random like big. I don't know. Like, was nine eleven an inside job? Right. I was gonna start going down to nine elevens, but you know, was nine eleven an inside job? Period. So are they all on this sort of cultural level or do any of them? Wait, what did you say? Uh, I said, what about Michael Jackson? Did he do it? Duh, okay. No. But we fully support that he did it though, but. Oh yeah, I think he did. I just want to know everything for a fact. Okay, know? so you want to like be confirmed that OJ killed Nicole. Yeah, I want to know. You want to know if. Chloe's dad is OJ Simpson. Yes. Oh shit. That's oh, a big come one. On. That's a big one. <laughs> These burning questions. But it's but they're cultural things. It's not there's not like things in your personal life that you're like, "Oh, I always suspected this person didn't like me or what was nah, up with this." Nah, you don't nah, care nah, about nah, that. Nah, I don't care about don't that. Don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Trashley, what about you? What were your what's what do you hope happens when you die? Um, have you seen the movie What Dreams May Come, starring the late great Robin Williams? I'm familiar with it, and I think you're the third person on this podcast to reference it. Wow. I yeah. need at this point, I need to watch it. Um, you definitely need to watch it. I it's haven't seen it. One of the clearest representations of like what heaven and hell could be that I've ever seen portrayed in media ever. Um, so yeah, so either that. Either, oh like, wait describe like, it again because i real, actually do kind of forget the for sure like some real picturesque heaven like everything i want is there like i have a house i just think of things that i want and then they're magically in my hands and everyone in my neighborhoods all the people that i've loved and like so i'm like reunited with everyone and everything's just perfect so yeah so either that or i want to be a reaper <laughs> i want to come back <laughs> I want to reap these motherfuckers. Wait, what do you mean? Like a grim reaper? Or is there some <laughs> other? Yeah. 
you but yeah. you make it sound like there's multiple reapers uh i think there's maybe multiple and i think that i would like to be one of them <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this a mythos that i'm like not familiar with the idea that there's multiple reapers no <laughs> just thought you've just pluralized them in your mind and you okay is there a specific type of person you would want to reap? Um, I guess I probably started with like, oof, I just thought of like five things that I can't say in public. All right, cool. So after those five. Wait, what do you like? Because why not? Because it's like. Because Ivy will get mad at me. But um, so after those, I would say definitely just take out every abuser ever. Sure. Which is damn, it's gonna be a lot of the comedy community. Bummer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're already getting taken out, man. Their 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 institutions are disappearing. Yeah, we want to reap that. <laughs> <laughs> Not this little cancel game. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. them to block their Instagram. I want them to die in eternal death in my arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wipe out the abusers, which will be a lot of people. I mean, that will be like rapture level amount of people already. Yeah. So, so that's definitely first and foremost. And then I just, you know, go down the list, like worst people in the world, horrible, horrible police, like probably just like on default, every white cop period. And then because like Jesus will sort them. So I think there's multiple ways you could reap. I think there's the like punitive retribution way that you're describing but there's also the idea of wanting to like shepherd people across the plains Um, oh no i don't want to do that you're not interested in that okay it's just a pure sort of give me a scythe and let me cut some motherfuckers down yeah like i want to be like in full dominatrix gear in a (laughs) mask and like i come in your back door and like i rip your soul from your body so yeah and it sounds like you want to be sort of a contractor reaper like where you get to kind of decide who goes next you're not working from a list yeah i think i'd be like a contractor reaper (laughs) like definitely not a w9 (laughs) (laughs) strict 1099 status or i'll just be in heaven who knows but you know what's funny is probably nothing <laughs> there will probably just be nothing. Well, I think all of these thoughts are so human, right? Oh, like, so human. When you cross over, when you die, you just be dead. You don't. There's not this human need, really. Like even I, when I get to, I want to know everything. I'm like, well, that's so human, and it doesn't matter anymore. You're literally dead. I don't know. Oh, you've totally seen the good place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's interesting, though, because so it sounds like you're not expecting any of the things that make you human to transfer over to this. Like, what if they did? I guess they could. But something about death feels like it's transcendent of like Solange in the elevator type of concerns? Uh, I mean, I really want to know. I do really want to know, too. But I I do think, yeah, it'll... Because I feel like that bitch was there. The mistress was there that night. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'd like to know. (sighs) Maybe he got caught that night. Maybe. 
Maybe. But I do think it transcends. I mean, I just, if, if I don't have a body anymore, you don't have a brain anymore. I think there's something, there is a spirit that may still go on and it'll still keep you. Sorry. Um, like it'll still keep you in there, but it won't be your voice. It won't be your feeling. It won't be your like thought. It'll be your energy. This bitch on some Descartes shit. (laughs) (laughs) This bitch mind body connection shit. (laughs) Damn. Uh, Damn, bitch. start by saying this i was in a coma like seven years ago at this point whoa you're in a coma i was in a coma for a month what yeah man i was in a coma for a month they almost took me off life support oh my god yeah and 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 there was a day when everyone thought i was off life support and people started eulogizing me on facebook (gasps) um yeah what you didn't you the you weren't in Chicago right like in like 2014 you guys weren't I in Chicago totally there. yeah 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 okay I don't know why I don't remember this this is crazy no it's okay the because the point is not about me the point <laughs> is <laughs> the point is that there it was this very big event um I I am sorry to say I should have mentioned earlier one of the pieces of fallout that came from this is that I did get sober um, I'm not planning on coming to either of your funerals, so you're safe there. <laughs> but you can have a pass. <laughs> uh, I don't think I would want to. That sounds hellish to me to be around like people really enjoying themselves on good drugs and just and also experiencing death. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the point being, uh, a lot of shit changed after this one event, right? And I think people have a lot of these. So the question is, what's your coma? Not that it has to be something huge. It could be like a split second, a tiny little thing. But what is an event for you where you can look back at it and be like, okay, before I was this person and after I'm this person? Uh, Lockdown, literally right, right now, life right now. Really? Yeah, for sure. You would so you would you consider yourself like still in it, or is there a moment where it feels like you've started to like peel out of whatever the coma aspect of it is? I feel like like I'm like definitely actively taking steps backwards, but like it's still all like right there, you know, like it's kind of over, it's kind of ending, but like it all just happened. Like the part where I become a totally changed person and shit, that's over. Okay, what happened? I don't know. Gas. It was just gas. <laughs> 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 no, I just had so much time to sit and think. Too much time. Like every single second of my life has been busy as fuck since the ninth grade. So, so just have infinite time to sit and think while also thinking that you're going to die a very tragic, painful death by drowning in your own lungs while also thinking that if you talk to anyone, they will be the person that kills you. Like all of that together on top of my anxiety and my depression, 
uh, felt like gas. And now I'm a completely different person. How are you different? I think I like my thought, my brain process is different. Like, cause I didn't slow down for so long. There was a time that between the two of us, we had six jobs. Jesus <laughs> we were Christ. rehearsing four times a week, playing shows every night. We weren't rehearsing like, truly have not slowed down in at least at least a decade. So I think I I think my whole brain like rewired itself. It got rest and was like, wait a minute, we can do better. Let's just yeah. reconfigure this. Like I had to face a bunch of trauma that I just didn't face and just kept yeah. moving. All that 2020 was like, bitch, here it is. I had to go back and like heal past relationships. I talked to people I hadn't talked to in five years because we all thought we were going to die. So we're all reaching out to people, you know, making amends. Like 2020 was, was some fucked up shit. 1010 would not recommend. (laughs) Would you say that you're like the things that you're carrying over? What is it? Are you still moving slower or are you just like, okay, that was a, that was a little break now back to the grind. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, things still haven't like opened, opened. I don't know how it is in Chicago, but no, no, no. Same. But I guess I'm wondering internally, do you feel like oh, you continue like, to go process? slower? Even oh, when no, no, shit no. Opens up? She, she's never going back. Okay. So it was just like a, do you, so you're, do you hope to like lose the changes you made? You're like, no, I, made I think those they're amends. all very good changes. Okay. Yeah, I'm stoked about all the changes. I didn't know I needed to, to make any changes. I thought it was literally already mm-hmm. completely perfect. <laughs> like, like, that sounds like now, part of the problem. Like, yeah, but now I'm even more perfect. So maybe it's still part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of healthy, healthy shit. Yeah. Painful shit. I mean, we all thought we were going to die. Right. So like going through a pandemic while also already suffering debilitating anxiety is really a motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah. Now I am changed. Were the relationships you mended? Was it people you felt like you had messed up with? Or was it like you being the forgiving one telling people that what they had done to you was we, we all could move on from it or is it more complicated than that? I mean, more so the latter, like there was just like, wait, why do I still talk to this person? Like, why do I have this person's phone number anymore? Like fuck this person blocks at least a hundred people. And I will never, ever see them again on any social media or in my phone. And I'll never think about them again. And then they'll just never exist. It's like very black mirror season two. <laughs> Wait, that was those were the changes you made or you were undoing blocking those people? No, no, no. Those were some changes I made. Everyone doesn't Dang. have to stay in your life. Yes. <laughs> some people shouldn't. Yeah. That's just one example of like probably a hundred changes, but it's Is there just- a theme to the type of person you tend to need to cut out of your life? Not really. Just Most all sorts of motherfuckers doing all sorts of shit. Yeah, people people are weird. <laughs> I feel like it twenty twenty <laughs> Yeah. Twenty twenty taught us how to take care of ourselves better. Yeah. I think that was a really good change for both of oh us. Oh my god, Tay, hey, yeah. Like of our emotional health mm-hmm. and our physical health. So we were running ourselves ragged. Yeah. It's crazy. Tay, so you're 
your coma would be the pandemic as well? Um, I, I mean, I do feel like I have come out the other side changed, but I think the one that feels like more of a switch to me is I'm probably so <laughs> after my first like relationship, it was so much, it was like the rug was ripped out from under my feet and everything I knew was wrong about the world. Oh, Taylor! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You should be my reaction. Oh, it's just so picture. I know. It's just because I was, I was there. Ash was there. I feel like you and me and Lib were all three like, ooh, this yeah. is. Yeah. How long was the relationship? It wasn't even that long, honestly. It was like nine months, probably. But in max. early 20s time, that's forever. That's a fucking life. Yeah, and I hadn't dated anyone else, like, for real. So it's your early 20s. Are you in Chicago or are you still in Florida at this point? Chicago. Okay. Was it, <laughs> uh, what? Guess who it, it like- was. Guess who it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, that's funny. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yes, that's that's so weird. Weird. How funny is that? But it's you know, so, it's a comedy person. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a. Yeah, that's of course, if it caused this much destruction, it had to be. So. Well, I was wondering, is it the kind of thing where the breakup now you now you totally recontextualize this person, you write them off, you're like, fuck this person, or was it just like we had to break up? I don't have bad feelings necessarily towards oh, this person no, no. now. Oh, no. it was like some betrayal or something like that. Yeah. Okay. On our second album binge, the song, <laughs> the song Dump Em is, I mean, Tay's verse is pretty much ripped from your journal at that time. Yeah. So everyone go listen to it and then think about who it is. Money. Three wise. Who could it be? <laughs> do they still do comedy? I don't know. So what, what tore you up about that relationship or about it ending? It's that, did you, you dumped them? Um, well, I found out that the entire time we were together, he was sleeping with other people. I found all these pictures of girls with cum all over their tits and Who could Snapchatting be? him, a picture of a girl holding her vagina open, which is this girl that I met then the week before this happened who messaged me on fucking Facebook and was like, we're just friends. Mm-hmm. I was just seeing if, if men were into that sort of thing. Like uh, okay, me holding my vagina up on Snapchat. Um, <laughs> but anyway, and then he said he read my diary the entire time we were together and was doing things that he wanted, um, that I wanted. And uh, I don't know. He threatened to set himself on fire when I, brought it up when I he told me once there was something up with his dick and I should go to the doctor and I said uh oh but how could that happen are you cheating on me (laughs) (laughs) and he said how do I know you're not cheating on me and I got this from you yeah turns out you were not cheating on him yeah Wow. Okay. So just a cl- oh man, just a yeah, very big name in this. In this I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> we got some gaslighting, some cheating, some <laughs> some medical shit. It was all bad. Yeah, it was all bad. My then, then offered to kill him, like for real. 
did you take her up on that? I was like, oh shit, you're so serious. Like, he was like a hundred percent for real, for real. Yeah. Wow. I know it's really nice. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Let me. So okay, I I mean I've had I've had one like this. Yeah. Uh, no. Just like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and no surprise, it's, you know, these comedy people love doing this shit, you know. But my memory was of, I mean, I had never experienced, like, something I would call betrayal, right? Yeah. Like, this is, like, Shakespeare shit. Like, bet- yeah. what is that what I'm about? Like, where you're, like, you have to totally rethink the entire nine months that you spent in this relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you it, take... I mean- it no felt God. like everything was like this. Yeah. And kind of rethink like the whole world. Yeah. Like how could someone do that? How could right? you lie for that long? Like, right. How did you lay in my bed? And he was in between apartments at the time and I was letting him stay with me. It was just like, I was just like, wow. I don't know. I just didn't know people could do stand ups. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why aren't you single? Yeah. Like, just be single. You can sleep with whoever you want. Why do you have to date someone and also sleep with whoever you want? That's crazy. I mean, not crazy. I mean, it's not, it's crazy when you're in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. And I even said, like, why didn't you just ask if we could be open? What yeah. if I want to fuck someone? I wouldn't have, but at least I would have had the choice and then we could have ended things. But that's the thing. He wanted he wanted you to feel like he wanted the betrayal. He wanted the sneaking around. He wanted all that shit. He wanted that power. So did that change? Did you get relationship lessons from that? Did that change how you like ultimately after the devastation, you know, what's the other side of it? Who's the new person you were? Who's uh... <laughs> the new person? No, not the new person you're fucking, the new person you've become. Oh, okay. I was like, nah, man. I don't, I, this is not like the fucking dirt of like some low level Chicago, Chicago comedy comedy. shit. No, 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 no. No, I don't care about that. I was like, I will never, ever date a comedian. And yet, ever again. And yet, stand up. Okay, okay. Okay, fair. I would absolutely never, ever date a stand-up. No, never. But it changed. I was, I mean, I felt like I was this, like, nice, giving person. And it hardened me. And like a callous. I did get, I do work on being still, like, nice and trusting and honest. And I feel like I'm kind but there's like, I don't know, just a layer of brick. <laughs> yeah. Just a little layer of brick. A little layer of brick. Love like, it. Like more hesitant to jump into something? Um, like trusting people less, but especially romantic partners is hard but I mean right afterwards is when it was really like I'm a different person like I can't view people the same blah blah blah. I've you know years and years of therapy 
and have come out and I trust people a little more and I communicate better and I pick better partners, kind of, kind of, mostly. I would say, I mean, now. (laughs) (laughs) Had a few slip ups. uh, Double, double. But I got out so quick. Read, I can read the red flags. Yeah. A lot quicker, I think. Definitely. And trust myself more because I was so paranoid that whole time. And it was hard to tell. Am I paranoid because of me? Because that's who I am? Or was I paranoid because it was actually happening? And do you ever have that feeling again? When you, when you feel paranoid, do you ever wonder if it's because of you at this point? Yeah, I do. I wonder, like, is this me or is this because of my experiences? Like, would I really feel this way if I if I hadn't had to have such a betrayal happen? Mm, Okay, okay. Because for me, it's like if I'm feeling this level of insecurity again, it can't like just by definition, I refuse to accept unless I'm in such a deeply mentally ill state that I need a medication adjustment or something. I like refuse to accept that it's all all me at this point. So, so be, meaning, think it's meaning, meaning, I would be like, I'm, I'm gonna, we have to cut this person off. This is like not, this is too similar to that thing. So it's gotta Uh-oh. go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like I'm at that point. <laughs> I feel like there's a whole other relationship podcast that I should have been doing this whole time. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, but like of the Chicago comedy community. No, of you, for you, not this whole life, just this whole hour. (laughs) That is the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Glitter Money for coming on the show. You can find more information about them at the links in the show notes. You can find how to follow me at the links in the show notes. Go to patreon.com slash Dave Marr for the extended episode of this show and all of the bonus shows, including the all new This Is Your After Show. Tell people about the show. Thank you so much for listening yourself. I already said that, right? Okay. Until next week. Remember, you are a mist. Only human and human beings they do miracles.